Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 24. That's right, we're at 24 episodes, guys, of the True North Racing Podcast. I'm your host, John Morrison. This week on the podcast, we sat down with Brian Obey, driving the number five. Uh, I guess mini truck. I guess you almost want to say, but it's a mini stock truck, four cylinder truck. Uh, he races down there at Merrittville Speedway here in Southern Ontario. Uh, we talked to him about how he got involved in racing, uh, his background uh, in racing and motorsports in general, uh, his plans for 2021, and he also sat down to answer some of our fan questions for you. But before we go into that interview, we're gonna have a quick word for, from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Let's go. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well, providing off-season, mid-season, end-of-year write-ups for your team. On top of the write-ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J-O-M-O promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and follow us at Jomo Media. All right, guys, just before we jump into this week's episode, uh, I got to bring up something to you guys. I want to know something. What is your favorite song about motorsports? That's right. That's a, I want you guys to drop it in the comments um, or send me a message. Let me know what your favorite NASCAR songs are. Um, I was driving home tonight and a song came on my Spotify. I know it was there, but I forgot about it because I hadn't listened to it in a while. And it's, it's a, it's a parody. Um, uh, what is it from? I love this bar of Toby Keith, but it's called I love NASCAR by Cletus T. Judd. Check it out on YouTube, but here's a quick clip of it. Um, before we go further, I love NASCAR. It's my kind of race. Just watching Jeff Gordon plow up a wall Puts a smile on Dale Jr.'s face No caviar It's beer and Mopar Vroom, vroom, vroom Vroom, vroom I love NASCAR <laughs> Oh man, that kind of brings me back Um I completely forgot about that song that even existed. And then one day I was just like, oh, sh- oh, hell, what the heck? And <laughs> looked it up on Spotify, added it to my playlist, and I rocked out. And I meant to, I've been meaning to bring this up, the song up to you guys for the past little bit. So I want you guys to let me know. Send me a message, you know, comment um, on, on our post. Uh, let me know what your favorite songs about NASCAR are. I would love to listen and love to kind of put a playlist together of um, of some NASCAR songs you get, or songs about racing in general that you guys like that we can put into a, a, a playlist together. Uh, other than that, guys, uh, I guess I, oh man, we're, 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 guys, we are now less than a month away. We are 20 days, I believe the CVM page said today, or uh, so... Uh, 19, 18, 17 days when this podcast airs, when this episode airs. So 17 days and da, 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 uh, starting next week. 
So this is our last Wednesday episode, you guys. Our last one before our new show starts. Um, so the game plan is, I know I just kind of rambled on there real quick. Um, uh, the driver's seat with Caitlin and Michael is going to start airing in two, two weeks, three weeks. It's the week of, of, of the first race of May 22nd. Uh, yeah. So that guys, that's, we got that coming up. So the, uh, next, next week will be my last Wednesday program. It'll all be moved to Tuesday. Um, I'm still going to record Sunday nights. That's, that's my recording night guys. Uh, nice and quiet evening for me to be able to record, uh, these episodes for you guys. I do a lot of work obviously on them to make sure they're out for Wednesday. Got to crunch them a little bit more to make sure they're out on Tuesdays. Uh, I'm, I, I should be good. Should be in good shape. Uh, but yeah, so, and then the driver's seat with Caitlin and Michael will start airing on Wednesdays. So you guys will have the true North racing podcast with myself, John Morrison on Monday or on Tuesday. Sorry. And then on, uh, Wednesdays, uh, we will have the driver's seat with Caitlin and Michael. Um, we may have them on the, the program in two weeks. I got, I got to work out some details. If they're listening, they may kill me because I haven't talked about it. Oopsies. Um, see, see if we'll, they'll come on for a few minutes and, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of, uh, uh, do a little pre pre, I guess I, I don't know how you guys would word it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to have the trailer, the trailer of the show will debut, uh, in the next episode. Actually, no, 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 no. Actually. Yeah. The, at the trailer for the show will debut next Wednesday on this program. We will, I will, uh, bring it up to it and I will play the trailer for it. And, uh, yeah, we'll put it right in this episode and then I'll have it air out onto their own channel. So you guys can head over and subscribe as soon as I know where it'll be, uh, distributed. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be on Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, and Anchor, and all major podcasting platforms. We are going to be having a message feature on that, I think. Um, so if you guys want to, we can submit some voice messages for the guys and uh, and girls. Sorry, uh, and we'll uh, we'll we'll chat some more, as well as the we're getting real close to that. I'm getting excited. Um, uh, yeah. So I, if you guys, yeah, I'm going to have the show out Tuesday, their show out Wednesday, man, we're, we got a lot going on. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to jump. <laughs> I know I just rambled on for a solid couple of minutes there, guys. I'm really sorry. I really hope you guys take in all that information. Um, I, I've been so excited for this to, to bring this other show to you and to have it start in two weeks, man, in three weeks, it'll, it'll start airing in three weeks. I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, don't worry. Uh, so I'm producing the show as y'all know. Um, uh, don't worry if you guys are also looking to hear me. I know it's y'all don't want to hear me. You guys want to hear the guest or, or anyone else talk. Um, I will be on that show, but you guys won't hear, hear me as much. I'll be kind of directing it and whatnot, but you guys won't know it's me half the time. Uh, actually we will. <laughs> so guys um that's that's me that's it for me today um 
guys, here's our interview with uh, Brian Obey. So let's sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, guys, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we sit down with Brian Obey. Brian, how are you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, how's, you how's your offseason been going? Uh, it's a little longer than I would like, but uh, there's nothing we can really... It's out of our control, so just kind yeah, of roll the sure. punches like everybody else. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, obviously, we've been having a lot longer... Uh, the past two years, we've had a lot longer... Uh, off season so that's kind of giving you time to prepare your uh your truck a little bit more eh? it has um that said we 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 blew a motor second last race of last season uh and we've you know we've had we've been ready to go i think since uh a couple of weeks after that happened so we've been ready um kind of waiting on our graphics guy but that's 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 okay Hey, nothing wrong with that right now. I guess with uh, um, with COVID taking uh, its time and killing uh, uh, racing here in Southern Ontario once again, eh? No, for sure. Um, I am our team graphics guy, so it's kind of me <laughs> procrastinating more than anything. But okay, um, so I can't yeah. say nothing then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we've had a lot longer one. Um, but how did your twenty twenty season go? Uh, it went well. I think at the end of 2019, we felt like we had the truck kind of where we wanted it to be. And it was just a matter of putting in laps. Yeah. Um, and that said, we started running Merrittville full time. So it was a new track for me, but, um, it felt good. The truck worked well and the motor we had in it was pretty tired. Um, but it was interesting just because of the format, um, and the COVID. And so the first few races, uh, I love the fact that they were broadcast on YouTube with GeForce. I thought yeah. that was super cool. Um, we just wanted to get out. So it was more expensive as far as entry fees go, but it was well worth it. I enjoyed the whole process. That's good. Hey, nothing, nothing to complain there, but obviously watching, uh, um, definitely watching those G- GeForce races there were, uh, were quite eye opening to me because I, um, I've done a lot more asphalt stuff, uh, um, hanging out with the asphalt side guys, but uh, I'm starting to get more on into the dirt stuff. So getting to actually sit there and watch Merrittville and uh, Humberstone race was a, a lot different for me. And uh, definitely uh, uh, it makes me want to come down there for like a whole weekend and just like go for, go to Merrittville or was it Merrittville Saturday, Humberstone Sunday? Yeah, we had uh, at least one weekend back to back, which was a lot of fun. Um yeah, it's uh, it was an interesting season, that's for sure. For sure. Um, so last year, obviously, we're we're a year into this pandemic. Where were you last year before the world shut down? Like, where were you at with your racing program before the world shut down and we all went into limbo? We were ready to go. Um, we were pretty pumped. Uh, our sponsors are like they're amazing. Um, they didn't really question the how everything was so unsure they were behind us 100 percent, and they were the reason we were kind of prepared and ready to go um so we're lucky in that respect um it was great nice hey nothing wrong with that that's that's great you have uh very supportive sponsors and 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 you know they're they're ready to uh uh they were willing to still follow you after everything that happened last year 
yeah, it was great. And uh, again, we have the same team with addition to a couple of other sponsors uh, that hopped on this year, but it's been the same thing this year. You know, I, they kind of said we're behind you. So just let us know what you need when you need it. And um, yeah, very lucky, very lucky. That's good. So we're going to jump a little bit back further here. And so you race a four cylinder truck within the mini stock division. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So I knew, I believe it was Humberstone that had the four cylinder trucks um, on Sundays. And then, so what kind of happened there to that you ended up starting to run the mini stocks? Uh, the numbers just dwindled from what I understand. I mean, we had, you know, averaged a field of 10 trucks, which is okay. Yeah. But, uh, as far as Humberstone running their program, I think it was a little bit of, a. Uh, I guess it just it dragged the show on a bit longer. So yeah. with the King of the Fours, I thought that was great. I know there was a lot of guys in the cars that didn't want it to happen. Um, but I thought it was great just to have such a high car count. You know, there was racing yeah. everywhere on the track. And that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So how long have you been actually racing for? Um, well... I think my first race, I come from an off-road truck background. So my okay. first race, uh, I was 16 years old. And my dad has been building off-road chassis for as long as I can remember. Okay. Uh, and he had a chassis ready. And he said, if you want to race when you're 16, you can. You just have to figure out a motor and put it in. So um, I think it was like a 305 out of an old Buick or something. And I stuffed it in there and we went racing. So I started with the off-road stuff when I was 16. Um, uh, I spent a few years racing motocross, which is a lot of fun, but um, not. Uh, it's kind of dangerous, I guess. There's a lot of risk involved, which wasn't good when you have to go to work on Mondays. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've been racing a lot of different things. I did flat track motorcycles for a couple of years. Um it's just fun racing. I, I don't know. I, I don't consider myself a competitive person, but I put my helmet on and get out there with other guys. And I obviously want to finish up front. So I like to taste all, all the flavors of racing. Hey, absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'd rather, you know, be someone who's diverse in different uh, uh, disciplines of motorsports, whether it be two wheel, four wheel, lefts and rights, or just lefts or just rights. Um, but clearly you have the, uh, the background for that, which is, which is, which is really good. Cool. Actually. Um, you said you did the, uh, the flat track for a couple of years. How I've always been a fan of those. How was that? That was more of a personal challenge, I guess, for me. Um, I'd race motocross and I, I, I like being on a dirt bike. Yeah. Um, and I have a good friend of mine who, is also helps me out in my racing program, Kyle over at outlaw productions. And, uh, he got me involved and hooked me up with a really good bike. And it was kind of daunting to be honest. Um, so it was just that personal challenge of being able to get out there and kind of push myself outside my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Uh, only crashed once, which was on a practice day. So that's, I consider that, uh, to be to be a win just coming from no background on the flat track yeah um it was a lot of fun 
Nice. Uh, when when about was that? Because I've uh, I, I've I've attended a few events since I was probably oh about ten or so. So that's about two thousand two, I guess. I want to say. Yeah, it was it was well after that. I'm gonna say it was twenty. 16 2017 um yeah i had done it for a season and then my oldest daughter expressed a little interest so we got her a 50 and um i really had more fun just watching her out there she's a really competitive little kid and um so it was more fun for me to watch that so i kind of sold my bike off and just focused on helping her race and get her comfortable on the bike. And, and that was more fun for me to, to see her out there. Is, uh, is she still racing today? She's not. Okay. Um, but she is talking about it. So who knows what the next couple of seasons will bring. Um, I talk about racing cars and getting her in a mini stock. And I think, uh, as of next year, she'll be of age. So I'll probably, uh, I'll probably lose my ride in the mini stock if I could, <laughs> if I had to guess, but uh, I'm cool with that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so obviously you, with you racing a truck in the, in the mini stock division. Um, and I, and I guess I he- I've heard that uh, after 2021, the trucks are going to be no longer allowed to run with the mini stocks. What are your plans with that going forward? Well, we are halfway through a build we've got our hands on a little toyota celica rear wheel drive celica so we are building another mini stock okay um that said i'm pretty sure my daughter's gonna steal that ride from me (laughs) by the time that that's done but yeah we're gonna run the truck this year uh gonna have some fun with it i think the 28 truck will uh be coming back out for a few events um, and yeah, I, I'm hoping that everybody else who has a truck that did run at Humberstone brings it out this year, just cause it's the last kick at the can. Yeah. I know there are trucks out there, so. Well, hopefully they're, the guys are listening and, uh, uh, they'll bring their trucks out and, and give it one last go at it. Yeah, that would be great. It's a lot of fun. And there are guys, uh, the nine truck, he raced a lot at Merrittville, uh, Clinton, and yeah. he was, uh, you know religiously out there and it's a lot of fun and i know there are other trucks out there so it'd be nice to see them all coming up this season if they could yeah so obviously prior to i guess a couple years ago before you guys blended together what was it like running within the four-cylinder uh truck division it was good that's kind of like the the five truck that i run now is basically built with spare parts but my dad my brother kevin uh spare parts from uh the 13 truck and the 28 truck dylan and mitch um my dad built built both of those trucks and kind of said hey i think we have enough to smash another truck together um my brother kev had some parts and he does all our welding for us and i said okay let's let's go for it so that's kind of how it started in 2019 and it had been a long time since I turned laps on a dirt track. So for me, it was again, another personal challenge to get out there. And, uh, but luckily my teammates were my best source of, uh, advice. And so that was super helpful as well. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so obviously, uh, within, within the racing, like, like, so (laughs) I'm going to jump way back here. What was it like doing those off-road trucks? 
that's what I love the most, to be quite honest. Okay. Um, so a few years back, I had connected with Monster Jam, and okay. we ended up, uh, a group of us ended up connecting with them and becoming sort of like a halftime show for a lot of their monster truck shows. Nice. So it was really cool. Um, I've raced multiple times in the Rogers Center, um, Cops Coliseum in Hamilton. We did an event at Ford Field in Detroit with the Monster Jam Tour. Nice. So the off-road stuff is fun, but um, there just doesn't seem to be enough people interested and uh, uh, involved. Like, a, there's not enough car counts, I guess. Yeah. So uh, it's it, it's been dwindling, and it's it's kind of a niche thing, right? So yeah. Um, but that said, I think at the end of this season, the twenty or the five truck is going to get a set of shocks put in it. It'll probably be just converted back to an off-road truck. Okay. And then, kind of, uh, if there's an event kind of thing, just take it out and go give it a run, or uh, that. And uh, my brother Kevin, he's got 25 acres just outside of North Bay with a four truck wide track out there. So you can see all sorts of shenanigans happening out there, to be I, quite honest. As soon as he said 25, 25, what, 25, uh, uh, 25 acres or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and up by North Bay, I'm like, okay, that. That, that that just says it right there. There's going to be uh, too many shenanigans going on between you guys, I think. Yeah, it, it's we've been out there and like my daughter, she's 12 years old and could barely see over the dash. And we just kind of <laughs> sent her out to do laps on the track. And it was pretty neat to see. Uh, uh, my niece is out there. She lives out there and, and she's, I don't know, probably a better driver than some guys I know that are yeah. my age. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun out there. He's He's got the 28 truck okay. uh, from Humberstone now, Mitch Dumont's old championship truck. Um, so I hope to see him. He's got plans to come out to Merrittville a couple of times this year, if everything goes as planned, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously you just said, you said there, you know, he's hopefully going to be out. What are your, uh, so what are your plans and goals going into this year? At praying and hoping that we actually get to the track probably within the next month or so. I want to beat the VWs, man. They're so fast. I love running with those guys. They all they're they're all talented and and have tons of laps. And those cars just work so well. I just I want I want to get a win. Yeah, yeah. That's my main goal. Uh, so obviously, uh, you want to get a win and and whatnot. And it's still all about the learning experience. Each week, you still gotta learn, right? Absolutely. Maryville Track has got a lot of challenging qualities for the way i drive um so i i feel like at the end of the season i kind of overcame those and i i got it figured out a little bit our yeah. motor was tired um so we got a fresh motor in now so i think you know it's fun to hang with the volkswagen guys but i want to beat the volkswagen guys because they're so fast and for me that's that's kind of my ultimate goal for the season yeah uh so obviously you said it was it's a. Uh... Meridville's got got some challenging qualities. What kind of challenging qualities does it actually have? Um, I just find the dirt sometimes. The blue groove is pretty slick in my truck. Okay. Um, we did make some tire changes, that said, last year, which improved the handling of it. Um, so I think we've got that figured out. 
So that's the, you know, I'm looking forward to this year because we've, we made a few little changes, but I think they're going to be big changes on the track. So, okay. yeah. Uh, so obviously being with the, in, within the mini stock division, there's not much you can actually do with the tires. Can you? No, no, it's uh, it's more throttle control and momentum okay. for me. Um, we are a low budget team. So there's, when I say we got a stock motor, we've got 250,000, 300K on that little 22R. Oh, wow. Um, so it's just trying to find, you know, like I said, those Volkswagen guys are fast and, and one mistake, they're, they're gone. So um, yeah, it's more just throttle control and keeping my momentum up in the truck. Okay. Uh, so we're going to jump into our fan question period here. I'm uh, not sure how much you've heard. So typically what we do is we put out a question or get uh, a blank piece of paper out there and uh, we can, uh, uh, people can submit some questions in and for you to answer, are you down to answer them? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the first one comes from last week's guest, Mr. Clinton Nichols. <laughs> yeah. Another Hamilton boy. <laughs> yeah. So he goes with the trucks winding downs with the, sorry, with the trucks winding down, do you have any plans to move up a division? Um, for next season, no, I want to get this Celica built and kind of dialed in, um, my budget and free time really lends itself to the mini stock class. Okay. I would love to race a sportsman, but I, it just, it's kind of out of my budget for where I'm at. I love spending time with my kids. Yeah. Um, and you know, time is money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I would love to race sportsmen, but uh, I'm happy in the mini stocks. It's fun. It's super competitive. And like I said, those Volkswagen guys are so fast that it just, I just want to keep chasing those guys. Completely understandable. Yeah. So the second, or actually our second question is actually a two-parter. Okay. And it comes from Mr. Rob Twitchett. The first one is, what are the hardest, what are the hardest part about it? Wow. What is the hardest part about adapting to running with the mini stocks? Um, working your way through the pack, I would say. With the trucks, we had 10 guys, so there wasn't that much traffic. When we, you know, even going back to the King of the Fours, it was full field, 25, 26 cars. Um, so there's a lot more work to do if you don't uh, do good on the redraw or even get in the redraw. So it's, I, I'd say just adapting to so many cars on the track. Okay. And then uh, was the decision to go bind the classes the right one in your mind? In my mind, yeah, because I had a truck and I wanted to keep racing. <laughs> um, I know a lot of guys weren't into it, and I, I get it. But luckily, we had the support of all the guys that were running up front, Um and so I'm grateful and shout out to all those guys. Um, Cause yeah, I, I think it was a good decision. I mean, it was a rock and a hard place for Humberstone because those trucks were there, but I do understand that as far as running the overall show, things needed to happen quicker. And so, yeah, I, I think it was a good decision. Okay. So you were just, you were, I'm just going to piggyback on, on that question there. Um, you were saying that uh, there were some guys who 
weren't really open to the idea of the trucks running with the mini stocks. Why was that? Um, bumper heights were an issue, which, yeah, simple physics. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of guys had bad experiences with trucks and carried that over. Um, okay. Otherwise, I don't really know, to be quite honest. Um, all the trucks that are out there, you know, we, we, everybody's got lots of laps. So I don't really understand why, but. Yeah, I, I guess I guess the bumper heights would uh, would be a little bit of an issue. But um, was there any changes you guys had to do to make yourself fit in with the mini stock rules? Or did you guys just kind of uh, whatever your rules were, were just kind of grandfathered in until the trucks were no longer allowed to run? Yeah, our, our truck sits pretty low, to be quite honest. Um, and I would be lying if I said we didn't know that this was coming, where the trucks would become obsolete at some point. So when we built that truck, it was kind of with that understanding that, okay, we're probably going to be um, under a microscope or, or with the minis at some point. So we kept that in mind. So our truck does sit pretty low. Um, but so we were kind of ready to go. I would say you guys already had, like you said, you already had that planned in the back of your mind that this was coming. This was going to be kind of what was happening. So you were planning for it and, and adapted already to it. eh? Yeah. This was kind of a second wave for that. Even we, we had our off-road trucks. I'm going to say 2005, 2006. And when the numbers dwindled for the truck class at Humberstone, we brought our off-road trucks out. Um, so then it was like, we had the off-road bumpers that guys didn't like, which again, totally understandable. Um, so it was nothing new to us. We kind of knew to knew that it was coming and we were ready for it. Um, so I'm kind of curious is what really made the, uh, the truck division, the, the, the class for you to join into. Uh, just always been around trucks. Yeah. So that my, like the number five truck was built as an off-road truck originally. Okay. Um, so there is an off-road truck out at Toronto Motorsports Park. So our first few shakedowns were actually out there with off-road suspension over jumps. Okay. Um, we've always been in the trucks. My dad, like I said, he's been building truck chassis for, I think that since the early 80s. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of what I was brought up and that's what we have around. And so the same thing, he built the other two Toyota trucks and we had all these parts and just kind of put it together and said, let's go. Okay. Yeah. It was just, uh, I, 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 it kind of like, it was, it kind of was an easy question to answer. I know that, but it was just kind of, uh, uh, curious to me because you have, uh, I, I figured it's cause you had been around trucks for quite some time and it just, uh, just, wanted to make sure i clear understood that one. Oh yeah yeah i'm a truck guy for sure <laughs> hey nothing wrong with that uh so obviously you know you you said you're, you're thinking your daughter's gonna um take over here i guess in a couple years a year or two and uh so what you got to be about 14 or so to drive a mini stock then yeah she's 13 now and she's a december birthday so lines up perfectly where her debut and it could be next year <laughs> It does. We'll see. I don't know. She might have to uh, fight me for that for next year, but. (laughs) 
so obviously uh you're, you're definitely a proud father you're you, and and you know you're you're very supportive of your daughter getting in behind the wheel and and that's that's not something too many dads uh really dad dads of daughters really kind of agree with and uh it's kind of nice to see that uh uh being an option that you know she'll be able to get behind the wheel here soon yeah i never really push like she just kind of brings it up again she's she's around it yeah uh you know my other daughter is uh a ballerina and yeah. has zero interest in it you know and my youngest she's just kind of like crazy and into everything so yeah, I, I don't push. She's expressed interest and I just, you know, obviously would enable her to do any kind of racing, really. Yeah, you kind of uh, you open that door for her and she and she's kind of uh, she's kind of peeked her way through a few times. Absolutely. And obviously you said, you know, you, you you're proud of her to her for um, when you when you kind of stepped away from the, the from the flat track racing. What would that mean for you if your daughter you know, came to you middle of next year and said, Hey dad, I want to get behind the wheel, of the mini stock. And I want you to be right there by my side with me. Oh, it'd be amazing for sure. And even with my dad too, like he loves his granddaughter so much. Uh, so he would be probably even more stoked than I would. Hey, that's good. That's actually really good that you guys are very open and very supportive of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it, it's a family thing. I mean, I mentioned my dad, but my mom has always been super supportive and, you know, my dad spends a lot of time with us always has. Um, yeah, yeah. We just have such a great circle and our family's been raised around it. So we all kind of get it. Yeah. Um, and that helps out a lot. Oh, for sure. Uh, so as always, we're kind of getting into the, uh, to the end of our program here. Is there uh, any sponsors, anyone uh, you would like to thank for getting to you, getting you to where you are today? Absolutely. So Bo and all his team at SOS Towing, they're like, again, like I said earlier, uh, they're just behind us no matter what, which is a great feeling. Um, they always have been with uh, Mitch Dumont and the sportsman, Dylan in the 13 truck, my brother in the 28 truck. He's, he's always been behind us. Uh, Eccles Auto Service in Dundas. Scott at Eccles is again always just been super supportive and ready to go. Even I mean, these this pandemic stuff is crazy, uh, but they've always been stepped right up. Uh, Fine Line Signs, another great sponsor. Um, Etni Shoes, Stance Socks. My brother does all our merch for us, embroidery, silk screening, Jeff Obey. Um, my dad, my brother, Kev, there's so many people. Um, hopefully I didn't miss anybody. Oh, that, that, that's a long, long list. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it takes an army, man. It, it always does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, Brian, it's definitely been a pleasure chatting to you and getting, getting to know you tonight. Yeah. It's, it's been my pleasure as well. Like I said, I've been looking forward to it all week and, uh, yeah, let's go racing. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Well, you have yourself a good night, and uh, hopefully I'll uh, make my way down to uh, to an event. You know, fingers crossed that we're allowed fans this summer. Yeah, and stop by our pit. We've always got a cold uh, beverage, whatever you're into. <laughs> We've got one in the cooler for you, buddy. Sounds good. We'll talk to you later now, eh?
Okay, take care, man. All right, bye now. Bye. All right, guys, that was driver of the number five mini stock pickup truck. That was Brian Obey. Uh, it was it was fun chatting with him and getting to know him some more. Uh, I hope you guys. Uh, I hope the Clint Nichols and uh, uh, Rob Twitch. I hope you guys that <laughs> I hope those answered your questions for you guys. Uh, as always, guys, we're always looking for questions for our guests. Make sure to check out Sundays on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm really bad at doing the Twitter, guys. Um, <laughs> so but mainly Facebook and Instagram. Uh, if you guys are uh, paying attention, uh, we ha- we throw up uh, stuff, uh, a story on Instagram and to letting you know who our guest is of the week and uh, how to submit questions for us. We'll take any questions uh, as long as they're not that uh, that horrendous of a question in the sense of it's a very inappropriate. We'll ask them any question, guys. Um, please feel free to submit them. No, it doesn't have to be racing related at all. Uh, yeah. Um, so we're uh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> I was going somewhere with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're always looking for questions, guys. Feel free. Make sure make sure to keep an eye out. On Sunday mornings, anywhere, uh, any after twelve or so, it'll be live on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Next week on the program, we are gonna do a very, very, very special, in my opinion, uh, CVM uh, preseason episode with president of the Canadian Young Drivers. We gotta make sure I put that in there. Young Drivers Canadian Vintage Modifieds. We will sit down with the big boss man, John Carley. And we're going to bring everything uh, CVM related to you next week. Next week is, is going to be a dedicated CVM show to make sure uh, we get the word out about that. Maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll find out something about uh, the upcoming season that uh, even I don't know about. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to it, as always, guys. Uh, if you guys got questions for them, send it to me anytime. You guys can DM me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Submit your questions for John Carley. Let me know what you guys want to hear from him. Um, as well, guys, uh, if you guys are looking for uh, some Jomo Media merch, uh, links are in bio on Facebook and Instagram. Click the link tree in my bio uh, on the Jomo Media uh, Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, click on the Jomo Media merch store or the uh, True North Racing Podcast merch store. Pick yourself up a t-shirt or hat hoodie, uh, long sleeve shirt. I'm wearing one of those long sleeve shirts right now. I, you'd hardly catch me without a Joe media product on me nowadays. I love them so much. Um, yeah, guys, that's, that's it for me this week. So go get your merch, uh, to anyone who's bought merch. Thank you guys, uh, for supporting the, uh, the true North racing podcast, Jomo media and our brand. Um, it, it, it helps out. It helps out a lot. It helps a lot more than you guys think. Um, so that's it for me this week, guys. Um, make sure to check back next week as we sit down with John Carley. And as well as next week, we're going to throw in the uh, the trailer. The trailer. Man, I'm excited for this. I've been waiting for a long time for this one. We're going to throw in the trailer for the driver's seat as it comes out in a couple weeks. Uh, that's it for me, guys. Guys, my name is John Morrison. And uh, you guys are listening to the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Jomo Media and Promotions. We will see you all next week.